Welcome everyone to episode 22 of the Looks Like a Movie podcast. My name is Kevin, I'm here with Doug and Owen, and today we're going to be talking about two new releases, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and The Boogeyman. Uh, we'll cover some news at the end of the episode. As always, please share the episode, like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Follow our Twitter at the link in the episode description. And before we get into anything else, let's talk about what we watched this past week. Who wants to go first? I could go first this week, actually, because I didn't watch a lot of okay, stuff. Okay, Kevin. Yeah, because okay, I only watched like... Hit like, him with it. Um, okay, I watched Fidel, which is a 1969, I want to say, documentary about Fidel Castro nice. that's available on Tubi and like nobody has seen it. It has literally like, I think, 105 logs on Letterboxd. Um, really yes. good documentary, actually. Um, it's like a lot of like footage of Fidel talking to people in Cuba and like just really fascinating stuff like speeches of Fidel and like a lot of like just footage of him talking about revolutionary ideas to the camera. Um, it's just cool. It's cool. There's like one speech where he like mentions Che Guevara and like, it's just awesome. I mean, he's just an awesome dude. Um, really. And I made it. Um, che Soderbergh films. Yeah, I do. I've been putting those off for a while. I still have to, I like a lot of like, um, cause I saw, what was it? Uh, the motorcycle diaries, which is like, you know, the Che movie, but like pre, you know, him being very popular. Um, and that one's like pretty good, but, um, I want to watch like the, the, the real good stuff. Um, but yeah, that was cool. I made a TikTok. People were weird in the comments, but it's fine. Um, surprise! <laughs> not a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah not a lot of people have good opinions about Fidel Castro. Shocker. Or just good opinions um, in general, to be honest. Yeah, yeah not a lot of people. It's <laughs> just like man, man, you would not to derail the conversation, but it is like it's so bizarre. <laughs> changing the whole topic of the fucking podcast. <laughs> but it's so bizarre the way that people talk about Cuba and America. It is so yeah. fucking weird. I remember when I was yeah. in, um, it was in high school. It was I was in my sociology class in high school, and I don't remember why it got brought up. But then my professor said something about Cuba as like something as like an example of something negative, and I was like, no, like Cuba is like a like a cool place to live. Like Cuba is like doing yeah. well. And he was like, the first thing he fucking said was they have old cars. United States forced an embargo on them so they can't get new shit. Yeah. Like, what do you want from them? Like, yeah, what the exactly. fuck? Now, um, the other one I have to watch, um, because you mentioned the the Shea movies, I have to watch Cuba and the Cameraman. I think that's like the next Cuba oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. theme yeah. thing because that's the that's the documentary director John Alpert who has. Mm -hmm. Um, that one movie I always bring up that I still haven't watched because I just don't know when I'm gonna like want to stomach it. I don't know. I just every time I hear people talk about it, I'm like, this has to be the most depressing documentary ever. So I don't really know when I'm gonna like. Oh, pain and gain. Force myself to get the one. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, it's called it's called Life of Crime, 1984 uh -huh. to 2020, yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah, it takes place oh, in that's New like Jersey. A new so. Documentary, right? Um, yeah, like newer, pretty right? new. Yeah. Well, he yeah. um he made like multiple life of crime things like he like made them in the past and then recently i think he pulled footage from the old ones uh, combined with like new stuff and then made like the newer version that just got released on hbo like two years ago or whatever but okay. anyway that completely derailed the conversation because that's not what we're talking about <laughs> uh i watched first transformers hopefully gonna watch the rest of them before the new one comes oh, out we shall see 
Um, but the first Transformers <laughs> is fucking awesome. I don't know what like that was. <laughs> was, that, was, <laughs> was that like an Optimus Prime impression? <laughs> what was that? No, it was like a, it was like a, it was like the, it was like the. I can't, I can't do it again. You can't make me do it again. But it's, it's like <laughs> okay. the sound that they make when they transform. You know? Yeah, like no, the, no. I, I, I get what you're going for now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. The first Transformers is really fucking cool. Um. And I guess it's really like the big. Oh, I watched the House Bunny. John what? has wanted me to watch that movie for a while. Our friend, More friend of the pod, John, John has, has wanted me to watch the House Bunny for a while. I finally watched it, and it was um, silly and definitely a movie that would never be made today. <laughs> but it when did it come made. out. Uh, Two thousand and eight. Um, it feels like it's even earlier than a 2008 movie. The plot is like one of those. It's um, it's a it's John's same, Yeah, it's the same. Um, <laughs> what's it called? It's it's produced by the uh, the Happy Gilmore, whatever the fuck, like the Adam Sandler studio. What's the it Adam called? Adam Sandler studio. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Happy Madison. Happy Madison. Happy yeah, Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that that pretty much tells you what you need to know about what type of movie it is. But um, but yeah, it was actually like kind of funny. <laughs> And that was really it. oh, and I watched that reality movie that that Sydney New Sydney Sweeney movie. Oh yeah, um, I was gonna watch that, which, and then he told me not to, and I was like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you'd really like it. I don't know. I'm like kind of on the fence about it because I'm like, this is kind of interesting, but like it's only interesting enough for me to be like, yeah, this is pretty. Ad. The movie itself is pretty bland. There's like some weird thing that they do where they like introduce the movie by being like yeah all the dialogue in this movie is from like the transcripts recorded by the fbi in real life and i'm like oh that's a cool thing to do and then like every five minutes on screen they like cut to like a typewriter typing up the transcripts and like showing that i'm like you already told us this why are you like remind yeah that's it was fucking stupid distracting. um yeah but anyway uh you guys could go yeah the thing with the sydney sweeney movie i i wanted to watch it because there's that funny photo people keep posting <laughs> of her from the movie yeah, as really. like and in, in uniform yeah. it's so silly um which is like not a shot in the movie it's just like a picture that they show in the movie for like a split second that really? doesn't like happen okay. in the movie but that okay, picture okay, of okay, hers okay. in the movie okay 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 yeah. um yeah so this week i watched the boogeyman and <laughs> really <laughs> really I actually uh, um, I rewatched Dungeons and Dragons with um, Ooh, I my mom. That. It was fun. It's good. I rewatch re upon rewatch, like at home uh, on my TV. Actually, uh, I noticed a lot of the visual stuff they were doing. I was like, wow, they're really using like they're really using a variety of lenses here. Like, there's like <laughs> yeah, a there's lot a of, lot of shit going on. Yeah, there's like there. a lot of stuff going on. I was like, this is like people that because I, I saw a take recently. Um, cause like, since it's been on my blog, more people have seen it. I saw a take recently where some people on Twitter were like, this is literally just a Marvel movie. Like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. And upon rewatch, I was like, it's not, I mean, it's like, it's be like oh, it's like, it's like a dumb, like family movie. And it's like, sure it is. But it's like, there's a lot of interesting, like visual stuff happening. Yeah. I think yeah. like what the Dungeons and Dragons movie does best is some of the stuff that I have like the biggest gripes with how Marvel works. Like, I, I think a lot of the lens, like, talking about the lens stuff and all, like, just the filmmaking techniques that are being used, it oozes of kind of the creativity that Marvel's lacking at this point. Yeah. yeah well, even, like, in Dungeons and Dragons, when I was, when, you know, rewatching it, I was, like, you know, at some point early in the movie, I was like, oh, that's a split, in, split diopter that I didn't notice before. And I was like, yeah. oh, it's not, like, flashy or whatever. It's just, like, utilitarian kind of, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. interesting, like, yeah. uh, composition. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Um... I watched this movie called The Last Time I Saw Paris. Uh, 
directed by Richard I, Brooks. Is that that um, old movie that you watched? Yeah, it's the old movie I watched. I was like, I why it. did he watch this? I watched it on VHS with my mom. It's oh, one okay. of her favorite movies. Gotcha. Uh, Shout it's out. like not awesome. <laughs> um, it was like it was just so random. I saw you log it. I was like, oh, that is yeah. This? You saw me log it, and then you saw that you'd follow nobody that has heard of this. Movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> um and then i watched spider-man which we'll talk about and then yeah. last night i went to a like a midnight screening of uh pink flamingos um oh for shit. pride month for, for, it's pride That's and it was fucking yeah. awesome love that movie so yeah shout out yeah i want to watch that movie sometime soon still haven't oh, and seen I watched it zeros and ones uh and because uh, i watched zeros and ones owen went on like a whole it, transition Ibel, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not that's crazy <laughs> bro try to put spin that on me bro put the dreidel um, on yeah. the floor man jesus yeah yeah i mean owen's owen's known as a little bit of a follower wow <laughs> wow all right yeah. all right that, that's what your internet is it ferrera ferrara how do you say it ferrera ferrera um, sorry Ferreira? yeah it's, Ferreira? it's Ferreira. All right. Um, so, before Doug watched Zeros and Ones, I watched this little <laughs> movie called Padre Pio by Abel Ferreira, um, which is his newest movie. And after I liked that movie, I went and watched um, Zeros and Ones, Zeros and Ones, and then I watched Four 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 Last Day on Earth. Um, and I also watched this movie um, called Mystery of the Wax Museum from 1933, um, which is the same director, uh, Michael Curtis who directed Casablanca, um, speaking yeah. of, Taika Waititi was like, no one remembers this guy. Um, Mystery of oh, the Wax Museum. Is that why you watched it? Because of the Taika No, no, no. no. Yeah. I would have watched Casablanca and made a stupid review if I was going to do it for that. Yeah. Um, but I, I really liked it. It's like, we watched that Wax movie in the Discord. House of Wax? Max. Yeah. Oh, and I it's like, it's one of the old, it's like kind of the old version of this is there's two of them yeah. i think there's a 33 well, i think i think house of wax also is a remake of a yeah a, there's a lot of like oh those 50s wax. House yeah, of so wax. there's a 50s one there's yeah. like a 30s one there's a bunch of them yeah. um i really like this one um i thought it was really cool it's there's like the copy of it is pretty bad but i know there's a restoration out there that looks really great i just couldn't find it yeah I really liked that though um, and I watched like a bunch of other stuff. I I watched Under the Silver Lake. Would I watch Under the Silver Lake before last episode? I don't know. I, I really like that last episode. Yeah, I watched The Phantom of the Opera, and like I've been just kind of watching like older, you know, like classic horror things. Yeah, like Under the Silver Lake. Cool. <laughs> Under the Silver Lake. Right, I watched Blood <laughs> Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh, and I, Phantom, I watched The Phantom of the Opera from the twenties. Yeah. The stuff. old one, not the not the two thousand eight one not joel schumacher yeah <laughs> um, yeah so i kind of like was like in this like weird old uh, horror thing and then i jumped into abel ferrera um and that's where i am now yeah cool um okay i think we're gonna start with across the spider-verse because that's the, the yeah. big movie that's the well, big ticket no, man. i i think that we should reverse it no no you think we should start with boogeyman i feel I like people want to hear more about spider i think people are here for the spiders yeah, man so that's why they should stick around then they could just skip the end they could just skip forward in the episode. Cares, no i want to talk okay. about spider-verse last because i think that we're gonna have a longer conversation about it yeah um, sure all right okay. let's boogie Let's talk about Boogeyman. Um, we all rated this movie the same exact rating, three out of five stars. Um, 
Where do we want to start? Do either of you want to start? I, I think I could sum up. But I think our man. systems are completely different. <laughs> I think I, we I, feel like semi different about the movie. Sum up the boogeyman very, very concisely. Okay. Okay. Um, it was okay. <laughs> That's concise. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I, I mean, this is what I was saying before we started recording. I think it was like probably enhanced by two things for me. One, the fact that there was actually people in my theater when I thought there weren't going to be any. There was like five rows pretty much full of people, which I was like, yeah, oh, shit. I, well, actually, for me, too, it was yeah. like, why are people here right now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when Spider-Verse Spider was flying, I was like, I was like, nobody's yeah. going to be in this theater. And there was a lot of people in the theater. And there like, were like little ass kids in my theater, too. I was like, <laughs> yeah, there was, doing here? Teenagers, there was a bunch of teenagers. In my Not theater. like this dude was like, that's why that kid was like 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> but have nightmares. Yeah, I think that enhanced my experience a lot because everybody around me was having fun. Like there was like people sitting literally directly behind me that were like laughing at the movie the entire time, I think, because they thought it sucked. But that's fine because oh, I right. enjoying it. Um, but then there was like other people somewhere else in the theater who were like getting really scared by like the jump scares and like like screaming at the screen. And I was like, this is fun. Like everybody's like getting into this. So I don't know. That made it exciting. And the other thing that I think made it a little bit better, which I mentioned when I posted my review, is that I think like when they make these pretty like basic like gen i say generic because like the story is generic you know what i mean but like when they make these pretty like basic horror movies if all the performances are just decent the movie just feels so much better like if you just put like nothing like like decent performances in these movies then it's so much more believable for me like obviously yeah, the, believable but like everything girl, else is more effective like the youngest girl in this movie plays um princess leia in the obi-wan kenobi show <laughs> oh really um yeah Shit. Um, that's I. I was watching the show and I was like, "Oh, I recognize this fucking." <laughs> um, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just funny. thought everybody in the movie was decent, and like that makes it like work like yeah. horror wise. Because when the performances are like distracting, I'm like, "Yeah, I can't buy into this." Like, I mean, like I can't. Um, well, that's the thing. You you can't go into a horror movie. Well, it's like you can, I guess, but like a horror movie, kind of you want the people to live or something. I guess you want to have feel for yeah. the characters. That, I it's it kind of am I okay am I crazy because every time a couple of times throughout the movie I was thinking like oh this looks like somebody I know like the main character and it's like does the main actress in this movie look like um uh Sarah like the person that we all know um oh am I crazy? Um, I didn't think that during the movie but... I didn't think that during the movie <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. looking at uh, looking I at guess. um her picture on Letterbox. I could see it a little bit more, but during the movie, I was not thinking that. Okay, yeah. Well, never, never mind. Anyway, that's not. No, but I, I yeah, did think I think uh, I did think <laughs> Sophia Thatcher was really like she was good, good in yeah. this movie. I liked Sophia, her a lot. I I, yeah, I'm not. I was. That's the thing. I think I wasn't really familiar with her. Um, yeah, going into the movie, and I was like, I, none of these pretty actors cool. have really been in dick or balls, um, other than um, this movie. Besides Chris, uh, don't disrespect my guy Chris Messina like that. <laughs> um. Shout out Chris, man. Chris yeah. is having a big I, year. I love Chris. <laughs> Chris I know. Literally, I got out of this movie and I told my friend, I was like, is Chris Mazzino one of my favorite actors? I was like, I love this guy. Dude. I'm just yeah, like going to get excited every time I see him in something now. Like, he's just awesome. Um, yeah. No, but uh, oh, Sophie Thatcher, right. Sophie Thatcher is, um, I didn't realize this Yellow but until after. Yeah, but she's like one of the main characters in Yellow Jackets. And that's the show I was like planning on starting soon. So now that I saw her in this, I'm like, that's probably a sign. I should probably start the show soon. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, she was good though. She was like really good for for a lead in like this kind of movie. 
-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think that um, the big kind of like cultural uh, talking point for this movie is that this is um, like director Rob Savage's first Rob. studio film. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, all of his other movies have been uh, very kind of like very low budget, like indie found footage mm -hmm. movies that are a little transgressive in different ways. Um, yeah. Uh, and this was this was him getting tamed a little bit, taming the savage. Uh, yeah, with like real taming the savage. Taming the savage is All a right. is a great episode title, by the way. <laughs> um, I uh, and I heard uh, from uh, through the grapevine that uh, um, from somebody that was working that worked on this movie that Rob had a very hard time um, uh, transitioning to working on a studio film. Because they yeah. shot it in uh, New Orleans, and um, Rob would just be like, "Okay, let's like you know get like like a like a, like a smaller crew, like you know let's get the crew together and some actors, and just just like go out and shoot um, like yeah. on the streets." Um, and it's like, "Oh, like he's but he's like not allowed to do that because like he when you're working on a studio film, you have to like go through producers and you have to get permits yeah. and you have to like tell yeah. them like what you're gonna do." And he's just like, "No, I just want to like go fucking figure something out." Um, <laughs> so it was like it was like a it was like a hard transition for him to yeah uh, work with like money like this. Um. As somebody who hasn't seen a Rob Savage movie before, yeah. I didn't realize he had like the reputation he had because after after I watched the movie, my my friend who I see every movie with, shout out Lima, um, he saw like the credits roll and he looked at the screen like when they said Rob Savage's name and he was like, oh, Rob Savage made this movie? And I was like, why do you know who that is? Because <laughs> like, he's not like my yeah. friend who I see movies with is not like does not watch movies the way that we like he just like watches whatever we go mm -hmm. see together and like he doesn't like you know yeah. so I, I he does like horror a lot though I guess but I don't know he just oh. like he was just like oh Rob Savage made this and I was like oh you know who that is because I was like I barely know who that is yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think that host was a pretty popular um, movie in 2020 like I think it was a pretty popular like pandemic movie um, uh, that makes yeah. sense and dash cam i don't think a lot of people have seen dash cam but i think a lot of people have heard of dash cam uh which is that like the found it just what's the mm, other was dash cam on netflix it might have been it uh, feels like it those it feels like horror movies that would be really big on netflix yeah i was gonna yeah. say i think it was on netflix for a while which is maybe why a lot of people ended up seeing yeah. it um but, but the normie crowd knows about it <laughs> okay. um that's one way to phrase it i don't know i feel like it it's just like a it, it kind of has this B-movie kind of horror vibe that I like. Um, uh, the, like, the, I don't know. The, Bobby the Boogeyman, you're saying? The, the Boogeyman, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I tend, I don't know like what you would call it, but I do really like the kind of horror films that tap into like childlike fears. Like we go to like yeah. Skin of Rink or I yeah. think like Toby Hooper's Invaders from Mars or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the whole like, child fear yeah, aspect when, I, of... when I was watching this movie i was like this is kind of like skin of rank if the lights were on <laughs> <laughs> well that's funny when i was watching the movies i was like damn why is it so fucking dark like someone turned on a goddamn yeah. light. well no i mean not yeah. that but you know what i mean but, like yeah, i mean like I it was like skin of rank if like they were like showing not not like yeah, yeah. that it was they like showed faces and like, it was like a story story yeah it was more of like a right on by the boogeyman yeah, yeah, I really like the whole like scared of the closet kind of thing. And I don't yeah, think it's a perfect movie or anything, but I that's the kind of horror I'm gravitated towards is stuff like that. Um and I thought the performances were fun. I liked the characters and it was just a fun little horror movie that I, I didn't expect. 
and it's probably one of my favorite horror movies of the year. There's not too many that I really loved. Yeah. Um, but I think it's up there. It's just a fun horror movie. Yeah. Um, I think good. there's like some I, good horror moments for sure. My, I think the movie's pretty well directed and pretty well acted. I think my biggest kind of like issues come with the fact well okay let me say this i think that this would have been a bad movie if a somebody else directed it um because i think that the i i think that the script like the screenplay is a little lackluster and i think it's probably that's the weakest part of the movie yeah and i think my interpretation of that even though i can't say for sure except for reddit is i feel like this short like the stephen king short story it's based off probably isn't very good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean i mean like that's just yeah. like the vibe i get from the movie i'm like this, this the stephen king short story it's based off of probably isn't the best because like at the end of the movie it falls into that fucking stephen king thing where he has to like like hit the audience over the head with like oh this is an allegory for a, like whatever you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and i'm like all right this are you talking about the the house burning <laughs> yeah well like the house burning down and like yeah. how like they like the family like basically has like they like team up like the avengers at the end of like, the monster. <laughs> like, yeah and, like, i mean the, and i'm like and the daughter's like talking to the monster at the end and i'm like man you could not make this more obviously like a metaphor yeah. for um you know like family and trauma if you try yeah you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? like <laughs> yeah yeah well that's that like that part of the movie i guess is what i mentioned like that's pretty much what lowered my rating for the movie because i was having mostly fun with this movie up until that third act and then yeah i think the it, third act the it just felt like so many movies that i've watched before um and they even like even like down to like the specific moment how many movies exist where they do that thing where someone's being attacked and like laying on the ground and there's like an object they could kill somebody with like just out of reach yeah, and they like yeah, keep yeah. reaching for guy. it like like there's got to be like yeah. like a thousand movies that have done that before <laughs> yeah um and i yeah. guess they kind of like subvert it by having like the dad hit it instead of like the girl just like stabbing it in the movie ending but i don't know that just like yeah there was so I many moments like that weakest that, like, moments in just overall script and in the third act but i i think the rest of it is really solid yeah um, yeah i think that the who did this movie i don't even know who um produced it like who yeah yeah but i think um, that the studio um really kind of struck out with this cast and this director because they kind of mm-hmm. like made the movie uh they kind of turned a bad um, movie into a good movie i think i'm sure like this wasn't an expensive movie to make no, no horror I... movies are fucking cheap as hell dude um, uh, yeah 35 million huh oh oh it's uh 20th century studios I, yeah i mean that feels like oh i uh it's the best it's the best movie that scott beck and brian woods uh did this year um it's, it's definitely better than 65 it's also it's also the best sean levy movie this year I, I oh shout out yeah. they're doing oh. they're, they're striking for new heights yeah um Damn. yeah thir- i mean 35 million is pretty pretty decent yeah, yeah that's probably already made it it's i mean i guess it's, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, but again, both our like theaters Kevin had a said, good amount of people. We had yeah, people so. in our theaters. Yeah, it's probably yeah, gonna, my theater was almost sold out. Really? But I went oh, to shit. yeah, but I saw like um I saw like a like a Wednesday night like special preview. Oh, like um, the early, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. I liked like I, I was never like scared per se, but I think it has like some moments that are like genuinely like good out. like 
a little like bit. creepy moments. I think there was, yeah. I, I really like the scene where she gets locked in the closet. I thought that was, I mean, uh, like I kind oh, of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I liked it because it was like, I liked it because I saw it coming and I was like, don't do that. And then they did it. And I was like, damn it. And then it like pissed me off, yeah. which made me enjoy it more because I saw I, like her, them setting it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they were yeah, like yeah. trying to get her in the closet. And I'm like, oh, they're going to lock her in the closet and then, and then the thing's going to be in there. And it like bothered me, but in a good way, I guess. Um, I liked the part when uh, she goes in the house and she's like, oh, it's like all like, you know, fucking creepy. And like the, the, the wife is there and yeah. the wife like sh- yeah. shoots the fucking shotgun behind her head i was like this is fucking terrifying <laughs> like <laughs> yeah no she was um, yeah she was she was pretty good too there's like everybody in the supporting roles is like pretty like yeah that does their job <laughs> i think i think it's like it's it, there's a lot of great stuff it, it doesn't totally all come together but i think like, yeah i so, there's good. a little bit of like i i it kind of like when they're and I wish we got more of Sophia Thatcher, uh, Sophie Thatcher's character at school because you yeah. have like there's like it kind of feels pointless the scenes they give you, but I, it feels like there's something there you could have like gotten more out of. Yeah, I, um, yeah, no, I, I don't love that stuff with like. Yeah, it's like that stuff friends. didn't really, really. It doesn't really. That stuff didn't work. Like, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It was it was surface yeah. level to the point where it was like you either got to get rid of it or build on it. Yeah, that, like, that one of the characters is just like. Well, watching is it, like it's so like one of like the mean girl is like like comically evil, you know? Like, yeah, it's like yeah. What the fuck? Like, like like a little too evil. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. your mom it's died. Like, That's so funny. It's <laughs> like, like, yeah, no, literally, it's like, and then she like locks her in a closet, and she's like, oh, you're such a bitch for freaking out. Um, yeah. nobody likes you anyway. And it's like, yeah, what, no, what's happening? That, like, what? yeah. I wish, no, yeah, was, that was, was like one of my besides like the third act and stuff. The biggest kind of issue I had with like the overall story is the weird like high school stuff yeah um, i just I, don't like that it like doesn't lead to anything other than, what, like, that, never, other like, than that moment just, where they're like oh you're a weirdo we're leaving it's very like surface level and it doesn't really nothing yeah. comes out of it for me like i guess it like yeah has uh, even even with like her character who's it like, just kind of pushes friend. the narrative along i guess yeah like, i was gonna everything say everything like, that it does, all it does is, is like have her like friend as a as a ride to that house like, yeah and then, but then gotta, she goes back to the house you need later someone without to throw a ride the, the we- you need someone to throw that weird like food she found in her locker on her dress or something yeah, yeah. well know. this makes me think more too about like i wonder if the short story if that's like a bigger part of the short story too and then it just kind of like uh yeah just kept the essential yeah. parts of it from adapting it but i don't know yeah i, I don't know i wish we got more but she like leaves school immediately because uh, yeah. those characters don't because it is it's yeah. not i don't know yeah i mean you could yeah. literally shave like probably 10 minutes off the movie if you just like get rid of those guys and it would be a simple yeah, experience yeah. like pretty pretty much the same movie. it's only yeah. like a, Although, 99 minutes long yeah i guess the only thing you can say is that like those moments make you care about her as a protagonist a little more um yeah uh, like make you yeah, root I mean, for her a little bit more where she's coming from a little bit yeah 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 but like also you yeah do i don't even know if like, we shave them off i just i wish they built on that almost I, I, yeah i feel yeah. like it's a it's there's there's like a something there that's just not tapped into to the point where it's like it's kind of feels pointless but i feel like there's a decent idea there um yeah, yeah rob I savage agree. should have just pulled up with sophie thatcher to a random uh high school without telling the studio yeah <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, the only other thing I want to mention uh, when we're talking about the scares that I mentioned to Owen yesterday was the was the part where the, the oh, at the like, end. 
the boogeyman like oh, jumps okay. through jumps through the door. That part was awesome. I love that part yeah. where like she closes. That in the, that's in the, the trailer, Dark. Yeah, yeah that, I didn't. In the trailer. I didn't yeah. see that in the trailer, or at least the trailer um, I watched. Um, I, I'm gonna be on like, uh, I, yeah. Anyway, so because um, I saw the trailer so many times, and this yeah. is another thing where it's like it's not the movie's fault, I guess, but like while watching the movie. Because, like, I think I thought the trailer was really awesome and it made me excited to see it because I was like, wow, this movie, like, looks really good. Um, yeah. But, like, basically every cool part of the movie is in the trailer. Like, every Damn, kind yeah. of cool moment is in, like, every single yeah. one is yeah. in the trailer. That's I why I'm I just... glad I'd never saw a trailer because I was like, yeah. Oh, this is cool. I think my theater only showed, like, a, a teaser trailer when they were showing previews because the trailer I saw didn't really show, like, a yeah. lot of anything i saw in this movie um so i think they were oh. only showing like the really like short trailer in my theater the trailer um, that they played at um the theater i frequent uh it starts off with like them doing the light therapy um yeah like then... that wasn't in my trailer <laughs> okay yeah so like the light yeah. therapy is in my trailer the uh like the the like the guy the guy at the beginning that um passed yeah. away uh, yeah <laughs> um he's he's like Fucking freaking polka out dot trailer. man like yeah. uh the uh like she i think she might even be in the house in my tra like they show a lot of fucking shit in my trailer dude like yeah oh also speaking of the light therapy that scene with the with the youngest daughter when she's like on the couch like playing video games or that that scene fucking rocked yeah oh, i really like that, that, was that in the scene. trailer Bro, what the fuck the <laughs> damn Bro, in the trailer they show movie. her getting thrown against the tv Oh yeah. my god! From that scene, that's yeah, wild. that's what I mean. It was yeah. like, yeah, like it's all like all of it was in the trailer. Yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, well, cut out all the. I'm very glad that they cut out all the like the like food on the dress, and they just showed like the the fucking cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. When like she was playing like Halo, not Halo, but like whatever she was playing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like kills. I thought I thought it was Fortnite at first, and then I, like, <laughs> that I looked at the screen longer, and I was like, no, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. This movie was cool. Anything, anything else we want to say? Before Every time I would Not see really. the boogeyman, I was like, "That's just Willem Dafoe from the Netflix animation of uh, Death Note." <laughs> that was just all I was thinking of. Ryuk, yeah, yeah, that's fucking Ryuk. Yeah, that's what I was saying when I saw him. But I, I like funny. the I like the creature design on him. He was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It's, I mean, um, you don't really see much of it. It's really yeah. eyes and uh. I like the way they use the eyes, though. Like when, yeah. like like well, the like, moments where there's just like you see the eyes in the background. When she, yeah, when like, she's oh. playing the video game and she, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool. That, that was, was really cool. cool. That that might be the co coolest part of the movie actually. It was like she's playing the video game and she like shoots or whatever and it like illuminates the room. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The she's eyes. smart as fuck for yeah. that. No, for real. <laughs> yeah. That part was uh, awesome. That yeah, that whole little uh, scene was awesome. I guess in closing, the boogeyman was okay. <laughs> yeah i yeah. think we all agree i think we all agree this i think yeah. yeah good movie, movie that's movie. kind of my brand of horror that i like yeah, yeah. it's chill okay um, let's move on to our, our big movie then since we're doing it second across the spider verse um we can do of... ratings for this one because there's a lot of variety uh -oh. <laughs> well, yeah and i wanted to say it's like the number the numbers don't matter okay we're having yeah. an open conversation yeah, about cinema yeah about we just yeah. have to mention we just have to mention uh, ratings because the people need to know as a pretext um do the people and, you know it's not even like this isn't because i want to be like this is not obviously more than just the movie of the week 
this might be just like the movie of the year and like culturally in terms of like yeah, how conversation definitely talks culturally i mean like, yeah i think we'll have to weigh it after we see yeah it's like, either the this cultural or response to oppenheimer i was gonna we say it's either this or like barbie or oppenheimer it's gonna be like one of these yeah. three i don't i honestly don't I, I can't see barbie and oppenheimer being like this talked about I can, see people, like, I can see people talking about Oppenheimer a lot. But at, on how well, like, it. especially on in how like in film circles. Yeah. But I, I just don't see like the general well, public. I know a lot of people who do not watch movies that have talked to like, text, texted me and been like, I need to see Oppenheimer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, like, I, I just, I just like feel it. like, yeah. Um, I, I, Oppenheimer. Like I have a friend, yeah. I have a friend who yeah, hasn't no, been to I, the I think movies. I'm like Oppenheimer. I just... Yeah, I have a friend who hasn't been to the movies in like two years, and he texted me, and he was like, "I need to go see Oppenheimer." Is it because of Josh Peck in the movie? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> is, is favorite, the, like, their favorite, favorite white boy of the week in the RBJ? movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, here's a question. I then I think it'll be uh, big. a lot of obviously, obviously, it's a Spider-Man movie, but like even like literally before Saturday, like the preview night Thursday and opening night Friday, but by the end of Friday night. It felt like everybody I knew had seen the movie, this movie we're talking about, Across the Spider-Verse. Do you feel yeah. like that I was like the same for you guys? I know you saw Saturday, Owen, but um, um, like it, it felt like, but, like um, you know, it felt like everybody in the not everybody, world but I mean, like a lot of people saw the movie. Yeah, I know like, less of like less of like people I know who aren't like big movie people. So I'm like everybody I know who's like into movies watch this movie this weekend, but. Um, but I don't know as much about like yeah, other I'm not people. sure. I think I, I know. So, I do know some people who like saw this movie opening night. Um, I have so two of my close friends um, who like aren't into movies. Like they would like if I were to be like, hey, do you want to go see whatever like, like kind of interesting movie? They would probably be like, no, not really. Like not in into that. They yeah. both saw it Thursday night and they were like five stars, perfect. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, for I, I know. <laughs> I know a couple of people who messaged me and were like, this movie is awesome, and I was like, cool. <laughs> Like, yeah nice yeah. um yeah um, which like same okay. obviously i'm one of those people shocker um yeah but we can Kevin get into that this movie a lot but here's the thing it's like it's like it's not even a unique pers perspective i'm not, not saying like it's not unique in like a bad way it's yeah, just you're like, just like it's an more NPC. like an interesting way and that's not what i'm trying to get at <laughs> but it's like it's like because it's like yeah kevin really loved this movie but like that's kind of i do i do love have you know some I mean? yeah i do have well, some yeah, criticisms of the movie but like as i was thirty thousand five stars in letterboxd right now that's 61 percent of the 237 thousand members yeah, that's, who insane. that's insane um, that um, is 60 percent wait 60 percent of all the ratings being five stars is so yeah 61 percent of so all the ratings that's yeah so and i was like i was so close like when i left the theater i said to my friend i was like I think I'm going to give it four and a half instead of five. <laughs> and then I like, I didn't like write my letterbox review as soon as I went home. Yeah. I like, I like waited three yeah, hours. And I, was, like, I was like doing other stuff and I was thinking about it. And like three hours passed and I was like, I kind of don't care about the things I thought I cared about. <laughs> I was like, I just like, yeah. I just like this too much. Um, which like, yeah, maybe when I revisit it because like, you know, I'll have marinated longer and then like I rewatch it like in the future and like the issues are like a little more glaring. I'll be like, okay, maybe this isn't a five star movie. But I was like, I'm not gonna, this, Kevin, I'm not gonna your, be dickless. First I'm five star, star now. Year, yeah, right? first five yeah. Star I was year. like, I'm not gonna be annoying. I'll just give it the five star now and then I could, you know, change yeah. it later. Who cares? Um, You're part of the 61. percent Yeah. There's I just want, I want to enjoy it. There's a lot of points that I'm going to bring up, and we don't. I'm might not even bring up all of them but like there's a lot damn of i'm in the zero percent what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, but like there's like a lot of like but there's just like a lot of stuff i'm gonna bring up that's my like kind of like criticism of the movie and i want to just 
lay it out there immediately be like let's not trying to start any arguments or like any like real disagreements i i want to have like a good faith discussion. i don't think anything you say is i'm gonna disagree with if okay that makes that, you feel better yeah okay that, but that's what i'm trying to get i just i want to have like a good faith discussion and really it's not really just about this yeah. movie but maybe about like just like where we are at large with kind of popular populist movies um, yeah but sure. owen Capitalist what did you think movies. about it because i know that you don't like this movie um, um so i haven't seen i don't think i've seen into the spider-verse since it came out and i i remember liking that when it came out and it it's been like what when did that come out 2018, 2018. yeah 2018 yeah. so yeah that was that's the first movie i logged five years ago made a letterbox yeah so yeah so it's yeah. 15 so yeah it's been a minute since i've seen that movie and i i, I don't um like i'm like oh that movie is cool I haven't really thought about it since, but during the entire Across the Spider-Verse, I was just thinking about the old movie and being like, I want to rewatch this movie instead. Yeah. Um, and I and I just I struggled to really emotionally connect where I feel like the first movie felt more emotional to me. And mm -hmm. I felt like it almost there was too much going on. And it's like the longest Western animated movie or ever or whatever. And there's just so much, but I just feel like I never got any moment that I really liked in the movie. Yeah. Um, but it was so much that I I didn't even get any. It was like, I don't know, it felt really bloated to me to the point of like, I couldn't connect to anything. I think there was a there's one moment that I liked with Gwen and her dad. And I think there's a moment where I like towards the end um, with miles and his mom that i was almost like oh this is the best scene in the movie and i then i was like oh never mind it's not um yeah and we'll talk about that later oh, but also 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 spoilers for this yeah one. heavy spoilers that is listening to this yeah we spoilers, did, oh, that's true we spoilers. forgot spoilers. about spoiler warning not only are we going to spoil the movie we're going to probably go like very specific yeah 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 good thing good thing we haven't spoiled anything yet um yeah, yeah, that, yeah um but uh, i don't know i just it was it it was a weird feeling because I, I expected to like reasonably like it like it's not my favorite thing or anything but i was expected like three stars or whatever like a like yeah. oh i, I thought you this get was... the first one right yeah that's what i have the first one at right now i and i i honestly like i was like oh i i expect to like that kind of the same amount um but i just kind of felt it felt flat for me um yeah but it's you know um i, think... I will say Unless you want, what, what were you gonna say? No, what are you gonna say? Uh, no, I was just gonna say. I, I think. I think. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna be, have to be a little bit defensive about all the all the all <laughs> yeah. the complaints. But yeah, no, I think. I think what you mentioned, and this is the thing that I'm gonna say about the movie in general, like just to get this out of the way, because I think there's a pretty large crowd of people that saw this movie and they were like, "Holy shit!" I didn't think they could upgrade from the first one, but they did it. I think the first movie is better in every way. Like I've gave both of these movies five stars, but these are two very different five stars in my opinion. Um, and I think what you mentioned specifically about the emotion is a, a big difference in the first one. I think the first one is significantly more emotional than this one. Yeah. Um, like, like by far, <laughs> not that this one is like free of emotion in my opinion. Like I was still pretty emotional at times, but the first one, it like way more effective. Um, uh, so, this yeah. stuff interesting because like i do like this one more than the first one but really? i gave them the Not same sure. rating so it doesn't really matter but uh but but my thing is like there are just there are the highs of this movie i think 
are higher than the first one where like because like that's a, that's a big yeah. part of my thing with like into the spider-verse the the first the first movie is um because people would talk about like these like wow moments and these moments that are like holy shit you know that kind of like like changed movies for them or whatever and it's like yeah. i was never that impressed by those moments and in into the spider-verse some of the wow yeah. moments and across the spider-verse kind of like fucking blew my cock off um like the, like the opening <laughs> can you sequence. go okay yeah. opening. i just want to go specifically into those oh wow moments. so like the opening sequence um like literally like the first thing we see in the movie once the movie starts what what is gwen playing the drums okay um, yeah i i uh i, I don't want to exaggerate but like that is one of the most impressively animated things i've ever seen and not only just like impressive but also i was like this is beautiful i was like this is fucking incredible yeah. like this is so awesome like just her playing the mm -hmm. drums at the beginning and then that yeah. whole sequence of her and then her dad and like the, the movie setting up this uh this through line of this universe being like kind of like having color theory um as like the backgrounds and um just having like um our characters talking to each other and i was like wow that's like that's so cool and then you know parts of the movie happened and then uh <laughs> um another yeah. moment that i was like wow was um it's kind of like lame and i feel like i feel bad that i kind of <laughs> fell for this um yeah. but when uh uh miguel o'hara uh was talking about um was explaining to miles like the, the canon theory like the spider webs like uh like canon events right yeah and they talk about um how like your uncle like your uncle has to die if you're a spider spider person your uncle has to die right and like the it like pops up one and then like it makes into like a million and we see like andrew carfield spider-man i was like oh yeah. like it just it just it's not even just like wow it's andrew garfield it's just like it caught me off guard and i was like oh what this is like they're using familiar imagery in like a very specific way and i thought that it was like um effective and i was like wow holy shit um yeah i don't know so it's just like small moments like that where i was like oh wow this is like really cool there's a lot of other moments where i was like this is fucking lame as shit um yeah <laughs> um, which like i imagine i imagine is like in the same vein with like familiar imagery right because there's like well, yeah because the there's moments thing, that are very like mcu more than like <laughs> spider-verse stuff the biggest thing that made me go like sh like fuck you dude was when the spot who also very cool character that's an another wild moment yeah. for me was actually um when it was miles like kind of like imagining the spot and it was like very it was like black and white and like really um like really like rough gestures he was strong yeah. in. And I was like, oh, yeah. wow, that's, like, really cool. I caught, like, that caught me off guard, too. But, no, when the spot uh, is, like, bouncing around from universe to universe and he pops into the fucking Tom Hardy Venom universe, I was like, <laughs> yeah. literally. Yeah, he talks to, to Mrs. Like, Chen. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, the, the, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I get that. I think, I think, and that's why I mention, like, like, when you say, like, how this movie kind of has, like, better highs than Into the Spider-Verse, I think the one thing that Into the Spider-Verse does significantly better is like that it's just consistent throughout for me um, because I think it feels Into the Spider-Verse feels a lot more like a movie that despite the fact that it's a fucking Spider-Man movie and it's like a huge IP or whatever, like it feels like a very like original movie that like has never been made before. And it was just like these people that were like, we're going to make this movie and it's like completely new and like nothing else. And then like across the spider verse is like, Oh yeah, no way home happened. So we should probably make reference it feel that. more like that. Well, they, um, they literally reference the events. Of yeah. They do reference. Yeah, no way yeah, home. Yeah. Like that's what I meant. Like there's like those moments where it's like all the spider men swinging and I'm like, okay, like we've seen this before. And like, same thing with like, you know, like cameos and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, it's clear that this movie 
is trying to appeal to things that the first movie didn't think it had to. Like the first movie was just its own thing. And it was like very comfortable being that, um, which I think is a big difference between these two. Speaking about like, we've seen this before. um, And like, this is like, because this is the fifth multiverse fucking superhero movie yeah, that's yeah. come out so far. Yeah, um, it's, it's a like, lot. That's like, that, alo- that alone, like that's not like, like three alone. years too. <laughs> yeah, and like that's like, that's annoying, but that's like that's not like a big deal. That's whatever. My criticism is like it's also like the fifth one that feels like it was directly inspired by Rick and Morty. You know, because like, like um, yeah. and it's like actually, I think it's now like totally undeniable that these movies are inspired to. Well, yeah, you know, ripping Morty. writers straight from Rick and Morty. Well, yeah, like I mean, Quantum Mania yeah. was written by a staff writer, yeah. by like by um, one yeah. of the core writers on Rick and Morty, and this movie, like, people are gonna say I'm fucking stupid, but it's like they have they have the whole fucking Council of Ricks bit, from Rick <laughs> and Morty just like in this yeah. movie, and they're like take it very seriously though, and it's like. I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, it's not even yeah. like it's like that alone is not a criticism, but it's just like it's like it's you can't you can't claim this to be like the most original movie ever, and then like yeah. it just be a, like a rewritten Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean? I think it plays it play, it definitely yeah. plays to my favor that I've never seen a Rick and Morty episode before. Um, like that definitely yeah. is beneficial on my end. Yeah. I think but, the the novelty yeah. of a lot of it of just like the stuff that's been done before is just kind of worn off at the, this point. Um, even with the animation, I think of Into the Spider Verse, I did think that um, the the vulture character in the beginning of the movie was like it an was interesting like design. Yeah. When I, I talked to someone about the movie uh, after it, and I was like, I wish we when you go to the Spider Man, like the the Council of Ricks, whatever. Honestly, a lot of those Spider Men are pretty boring looking. Um, like so what they but so what they're trying to do is that they're trying to make as many like real spider-man that have existed before and no i know and but i know it is that they all look they the all, same yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it's 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 like they're all it's like oh i recognize this guy and this guy but i wanted to see like the the spider-man from that vultures universe and stuff like that because i think that would have been interesting visually because the, the that is stuff we not, haven't seen before visually um yeah and this they kind another... of comped out and were like, oh, let's show you the guy from the PlayStation, you know? Yeah, from, yeah PlayStation <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man, which uh, very, that was a fun, that was also a cameo where I saw it and I was just like, oh, shit, like, just caught me off. Not in a good way, even. I was just yeah, like, yeah, oh, but it's, it, that, it has that very much, like, point and yell because you recognize that guy instead of, like, an actually cool, like, visually thing they could do. Um, yeah. Like, I think, like, the T-Rex Spider-Man was like, okay, that's, like, at least interesting. Yeah, like, as different yeah. from then, like, every other spider-man looking the same like it just a lot of them were very generic and just kind of like oh that guy's in this comic or whatever instead of like being like some like old knight spider-man or whatever that's something where i really liked that they put uh ben riley uh the scarlet spider in here because he looked they make him look just like he looked in the 90s like they drew him exactly how he was actually drawn in the 90s and he like sticks out so like so much yeah i like that it should they should stick out and be different the whole thing of the movie is like that they're multiverse and they're different spider-men they should be different and it's i it kind of i don't know this um so this is a okay i i i feel like i can't talk about this movie in like binaries of like this is a good thing and this is a bad thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this is just like a point that i'm gonna bring up and i'm not even saying that this is like a criticism of the movie or anything but it's like i think that i i think maybe it's like maybe an oversight or something or maybe i'm just like trying thinking too hard about the kids movie or whatever uh but it's all like night i feel like they make kind of a point that like 99 percent of all of the spider-men 
um, are Peter Parker, right? But there's only yeah. one Peter Parker in our main cast, you know? It's like all variants, and there's only one Peter Parker. Even though they kind of <laughs> yeah. like make it a point that like every well, you have, yeah, you is do basically have... Peter Parker. Like <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of yeah, it's kind of a weird thing, and, and almost with like the whole Miles thing, they're like you're not supposed to be Spider-Man, but then you have like some. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a weird. Literally, he like Miguel tells Miles, he's like, you're not supposed to be Spider-Man. There's supposed to be a fucking Peter Parker in your universe. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a Peter but Parker he's in the literally, universe that isn't Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's like... And it's okay. like Peter Parker isn't even telling him that. It's like a different guy. Yeah, and I'm just it just makes me think, like, I feel like they either should have probably, like... I think it's like they should have had, like, more Peter Parkers in the main, like, kind of group yeah. of characters that we see. Like, the main ensemble. Because you get, or, like, the, the Peter B. Parker, but it's like... Yeah, and Peter B. Parker's then, cool, but he's the only one. Or I think yeah. they could have... I don't know. Maybe this is. I'm just being dumb, and it's not something I should have been thinking about. Or I feel like they could have just like made it a point where it was like, oh, like yeah, it's not all Peter Parker. It's like there's a lot of like variant yeah. Spider-Man, and it's like Peter Parker yeah. is the guy that tells the story. But it kind what? of made us feel like that it's like, oh, like everybody that you don't see, you could just assume is Peter Parker. Well, it's that almost that Spider-Man like those things they do in like the the Lord of the Rings things or whatever, where like like they copy and paste all like the orcs and just like <laughs> you know, it's like all yeah. the like Spider-Man are just kind of copy and paste it so you see a lot of them but they're the same fucking dude a million times it, it yeah. kind of i don't know there's something well, off because, about it and also and it's like i fucking hate these multiverse shit because it gets me thinking about stuff like this and it's like god it's fucking <laughs> annoying i hate thinking about this yeah too, because like, they it, show playstation spider-man and guess what there's a miles morales spider-man in the playstation <laughs> spider-man universe and it's like okay yeah, so yeah. like are there a bunch of miles morales or is it just them two or is it or does a playstation miles morales not exist in this multiverse yeah and just like start thinking and i'm like fuck i hate that i'm thinking about this like <laughs> yeah no the, i mean it's funny you bring it up because this is like not something that i thought about at all so yeah you kind of are just like doing damage to yourself almost by like thinking about it too much yeah, I, yeah. But um <laughs> well honestly like i'm these are like kind of you know nitpicks or whatever but it wasn't these were never things that like ruined the movie for me in the, yeah. like during watching it it was really i just kind of there was a lot going on and i couldn't really there was nothing that really really worked for me like i, I know a lot of people online have been hyping up that whole like him running away from all the spider-man stuff and him like yeah was it a train that, that he's up yeah that he's didn't land for me at all really like the whole Interesting. scene so there's another problem I have with that scene too, where it's just like, um, and this is all very, this is all plot stuff. And I know that we generally do not talk about plot stuff as criticisms, but <laughs> as I, I can't, I'm sorry, but it's like, um, and what I'm about to say, it's like maybe the most annoying thing I've said on the podcast so far, where it's like, okay. I just, I did it by like this episode or in all the episodes, in all the episodes, <laughs> that'll be hard to okay. beat. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, where it's like when they're on the train, it's like, I kind of didn't buy it when Miguel is beating the fucking shit out of <laughs> Spider-Man, out of yeah, Miles yeah. Morales, there's a thousand Spider-Man behind them, and not a single one of them is like, hey, chill out, dude. Like, not a single Spider-Man is, like, stepping in. Like, not fucking yeah. Gwen or Peter B. Parker or literally yeah, they just let any, him kick his spectacular ass, Spider-Man, man. like, any variant of Spider-Man is just, like, watching him kick Miles' ass. It's like, yeah. Yeah, these kind of dudes, these kind of chumps, like, they ain't no heroes, bro. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, I was like... No, I, I agree with that. I, I like, thought, I these as like it was happening, dudes, yeah, as it was happening, I thought about that, and I was like, I, I don't hate the idea of like 
like what's going on as a whole where they're like, oh, like we just have to do this and they've like kind of accepted it. But I don't think that like morally every Spider-Man would just like sit to the side while it happens and or like yeah. aid in it happening. Like there would be way yeah. more people that are in Miles' shoes. You can't play PlayStation shoes. now without yeah. thinking about this dude's kind of bad. This guy evil dude. Well, but like yeah. specifically, it's like I kind of understand like, oh, like we have to catch him, right? Because it's like we have got to yeah. protect the multiverse. But yeah, like beat his ass. literally they, they do a cut. They watch like Gwen and Peter B. Parker are just watching miguel actually just like pound on him dude for like <laughs> yeah, no reason yeah. and it's like what's going yeah. on i don't i don't and think this... there would be that many like spider-man that are just all spineless yeah <laughs> like, yeah. yeah no literally that's uh, but that's I mean. the whole like, thing it goes, is it's like it go, it at the end of like... it when they they recruit the dudes and they're yeah. like oh these are like the these are the real spider people that are like down with it but like they, yeah. they, but the four they show like these are million dudes and like these yeah, guys are like, kind of suck. They show, like, so they many show like every variation of Peter Parker. It's like 99% like, of Peter Parkers are just assholes. And then like, yeah, yeah. like you, what? Nicholas Cage and the pig are the only real ones. Like it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which by the way, this is such a jump, but spoiler for the end of the movie. Um, I'm very excited for if they come back in the next movie, because I imagine they have to. Well, right? that's what yeah, I said in my that's yeah. what I said in I said in my TikTok. I was like it's almost a it's a layup or an alley-oop for me that I feel like I'm going to like the third one more because yeah. it feels like all the stuff that I was missing is feels like it's going to happen in the next one. But yeah. it's like, okay, well now we're doing, now we're just TV. Episodes. Which I think, yeah, I think it's yeah. like one of those, I mean, in general, like this is what I brought up in my, when I made my review too, which is like one of my only like real complaints. That's not totally a complaint for me because I still like enjoyed this too much, but like I do, I do, I have always kind of felt like for a very long time weird about multi-part movies. Um, like I've just always, I don't know, like it's just like, they always leave me like wanting more and it almost always feels like the first part of a two-parter is like bound to be the weaker movie. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is like something that I, I felt think, even like growing up with like the Harry Potter stuff. I think like, they can work, but I don't love the idea of them, but I don't people, think this one works as a part one. People keep bringing up the Matrix sequels as like, as like, yeah, oh, like basically like they're doing with the Matrix sequels um, yeah. with this movies. I think the Matrix sequels are very different specifically because those two movies came out in the same year. Those movies, two movies came out literally three months apart yeah. from each other, you know? Um, or yeah. But even though I, I still think those two movies hold on like their own, like obviously like you're going to be confused a little bit. End, the cliffhanger at the end of Reloaded is not as big as the cliffhanger at the end of this movie. Uh, yeah, no, but but this, I, yeah, like exactly. I feel like the Reloaded works more as like, oh, you can watch that and like feel satisfied. Yeah. Where like this yeah. movie feels very much half of a movie and it's two and a half hours long. Well, that's the thing. It's like they literally, it kind of just feels like that creative. It feels like at some point at one of the meetings that they had for like over this, like to talk about the screenplay, right? Yeah, yeah. During the writing process, it feels like somebody um, in a screenplay meeting just brought up the idea of like, what if we just like don't have a third act in the first movie <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. and like yeah, everybody was yeah. just like oh that's interesting and then that's kind of like just what they did <laughs> it, it doesn't have a third act um, yeah, yeah you know which is like um, i guess that's where like i, I wish there was the, the emotional beats you didn't get because like you're kind of building up to something that the build-up really didn't work for me but the i didn't get any like emotional satisfactory because it and i was talking about this scene earlier and i think um I really don't like how they did it. Um, I, I think there would be a different way to kind of rework that scene because it's kind of a manipulative scene where he you he goes back 
he goes in the little machine that sends him to the different universe, like the wrong universe or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you yeah, don't know you're in the too. you don't know you're in the wrong universe. And there's this moment where he's in his room and his mom comes in and oh, he's dude. about to like confess that he's Spider Man. And yeah. I was like, I that was for me, like I was feeling like, oh, this is probably my favorite scene of the movie. And then it's and I I know that like the whole thing of it is that like, oh, he has to realize that he's in the wrong universe. I it was it the way that they did it felt manipulative to the point of like she makes the joke and kind of to be littles like I know it's it's I don't know it felt weird to me the way they wrote I wish like he wouldn't have gotten as much off and like he would have seen Uncle Aaron come in and then yeah. noticed it was it it felt weird to me and I was like oh this is my favorite scene in the movie when he's um explained that he's Spider Man because that's what you you want him to do and that was like the only scene in the movie that kind of worked for me initially. And then it like got swept under the rug. Um, and yeah. I, I like the idea of him, you know, the spider from the other universe. I like that idea. I just felt like that was the only emotional scene that I really got with miles, the whole movie, just for it to be like, who's Spider-Man, you know, like yeah. it just, it didn't work for me in the moment. And I was, that was like kind of what I was waiting for the whole movie was for miles to have an emotional beat. You're making me feel like Cinebusons now because I'm <laughs> I'm thinking too, and I'm like, don't even think like the, from the logic of the film, she would have been able to figure out that like, oh, like there's something kind of just like wrong with my kid right now. Well, that's the other like, thing is like, it's like when he sees Uncle Aaron, he's like, your hair is different and all this. Like, he's a completely different kid, and the mom, yeah, he's a like, completely different the kid. there's like, like no mother and son relationship where she's like, you're not my kid. Like, she totally buys yeah. it. Well, it's, which is kind but of wouldn't weird. Aaron? Well, with the Aaron thing, wouldn't he know, though? Because he knows about the other... Mo like, they catch him and bring him to the other one. So, like... Yeah, Aaron, Aaron key, knew, I think. The, yeah, the, mom, the yeah. mom reacting that way, I could see that complaint. But I don't think it makes as much sense with Aaron, because, like, he's aware of what's happening, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, Aaron, Aaron, you know, I just, Aaron... I don't know. I, that, I just... That, that part felt misguided for me. Um, yeah, and, but I it's like it was the, not it's a perfect possibly. setup for the next one, but I I felt weird about yeah. It, 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 that's the, for this movie, it feels weird. It sets up the next one perfectly. Here about this it. universe, uh, before we, because I okay. sorry, there's just a couple of things I need to bring up. I listened to a podcast, um, okay. preparing for this, and it was a reaction podcast uh, of this movie, and I'm happy I listened to it because there are um some people that are on that podcast that have a different kind of cultural background than the three of us do yeah um okay. and specifically me i'll speak for myself specifically I have a different cultural background from me and they brought up a, like two things specifically that made me go like oh i didn't even fucking consider that dude because it's like not the kind of shit that i you know um one of the things that they fucking brought up was how like they didn't like how the evil miles in this universe was just um a kid with was just a black kid with no dad and braids um, and is now just a yeah. criminal yeah, um, they yeah. Were like <laughs> um and i was like oh fuck that is kind of just like they just kind of just played weird, weird detail fucking, like, yeah. black stereotype um yeah. by being like oh like now because miles like didn't grow up with a father figure he has braids and <laughs> is a, like a like a is criminal like now. a criminal yeah literally a criminal yeah yeah it's like um... that's wow that is kind of like a stereotype that they played into i don't like obviously probably unintentionally but it's like it is kind of like a like it can be a damaging stereotype that's i didn't even consider that yeah um, i didn't think about that either um and also i it 
it feels weird to say unintentionally as well because i feel like the default i feel like the default intention would would be to just like make a miles that looks exactly like him rather than yeah like you know what i mean giving, rather giving than giving like him braids it's just like that is like such a weird detail giving him braids because like it's obviously yeah. sure it's like it's not as bad it's like he's not like he doesn't have like dreads which or cornrows would be would be would which would be worse but it's like braids are yeah. also just like it's like kind of like that stereotype like like you know yeah. like oh like like thug kind of like you know what like racist white people think like a black guy yeah. does crimes would look like you know um yeah yeah, uh, the, I don't know because the because the other when you bring that up, I think of the other thing that I imagine we have to talk about at some point during the episode. But the only defense I'll make for it because this is this is the only thing in the movie I didn't notice the thing you're pointing out. The only thing in the movie that annoyed me that is never going to annoy me is the line where <laughs> she comes home to her dad and she's like, "No, you're a good cop. Like if it was somebody else doing yeah. it, that would be worse. But like, <laughs> thankfully, it's you. Um, like, don't get me wrong. I fucking saw that part and I was like, this is fucking awful like I, I really hated that one specific line yeah. the reason yeah. why it doesn't just like ruin it for me as much as i thought it would is because i don't th i do think it's intentional that they do it like that and that's fucking annoying like i do think yeah. it intentionally feels a bit like propaganda but i don't think that they ever like commit to like making the movie propaganda they just have like a specific line that like uh, like just this one 10 second bit that's like oh this is annoyingly propaganda but there's nothing like in the story i don't think that serves that because the dad well, doesn't have like any heroic moments or anything like he doesn't really do anything let me um, here's the thing let me, so let me isn't miles in uh his or i forgot what his universe is called um but isn't yeah, miles in his universe just a cop basically like in which universe uh, um the, the the like his like home universe, like my like with his dad and right, when he's spider-man yeah when he's spider-man isn't miles just like acting as spider-man isn't he just doing police officer work like he, like yeah for example, but that's he like stops, he stops spot yeah but isn't is, it like, like any that's a that's a spider-man thing though yeah, yeah that's not dad. even just a spider not even just a spider-man sure. thing that's like a superhero, superhero thing yeah. kind yeah. of like sure. like that's like, like getting like, into the root of like superhero propaganda in general yeah, but it's which like because he, like, like, he stops the spot from stealing the atm even though the spot is very clearly like hey like i am a monster i can't fucking like yeah get a job yeah. and like eat yeah, like yeah. eat things like i need the, yeah. like you know money for food yeah. or whatever yeah then, like... but it's you know what i mean that's like the same thing as like the fucking like like that's when like i hear people be like oh like batman's just a fucking greedy billionaire <laughs> like it's like yeah he is but like i just i'm just watching it, it rocks. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like it's like yeah all the spider-man movies technically are do have that kind of like pretense like most superhero yeah. movies do where like superheroes kind of aren't exactly the good guys well, like, that we yeah, think talking like thinking about like the like trying to like being critically and analyze like the the representation of police officers in the movie lead yeah. kind of like to that thought too of like oh well like who is spider-man kind of protecting who is miles protecting in his universe you know it's like he's yeah. protecting the banks he's protecting nike he's protecting yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's like no putting, i know exactly he's, what you mean. Like, he's, he's like putting like he's putting you know like those things above his like personal relationships with his uh family too and it's like yeah bro it's like the atm like the bank has insurance and it's like bro like yeah nike's gonna be okay if that guy steals those shoes like I <laughs> yeah but i think i think that that's what i mean where it's like i think i think that idea in general is not something that i'm like blind to when i watch superhero movies as a whole i think it's mostly just like 
is this something you're going to overlook to enjoy a superhero movie? Because I think that's a more, I don't think that's like a across the spider verse problem. I think that's a yeah. superhero movie problem the same yeah. way that like, you know, most superhero movies specifically well, like really MCU movies do that whole military propaganda thing. It's like, yeah, these are like, like this is just a blatant thing that comes that like when you notice it goes on across most superhero movies. So it's more like, are you going to just like, hone in on it being a superhero movie and not really think about that stuff or like are you gonna just hate all the superhero movies and i'm like i'd rather try to enjoy it like the actual like yeah. cop story of this movie i don't think like other than that line they really do anything to like really make cops look all that good um yeah i, so, I think I really don't know. what more what i was trying to get at is like it's like not that this is like worse than any other contemporary superhero movie as much as it's like oh like this isn't any different like you know it's like it's kind of like more yeah. of the same on a foundational level yeah you know i agree um, with that which like obviously it'd be cool if we did get some sort of superhero movie that actually is like you know i don't know a yeah. little little different than than what superhero movies serve now but i don't think that that's going to happen in the mainstream like i don't think that superhero movies could really exist outside of like yeah. the kind of propaganda pieces that they have <laughs> that they have been for a while now um kevin how did you feel about spider punk because i like okay. daniel Kaluuya a lot but i feel like he feels very much like a caricature and like, like out of yeah. place yeah. in this I, I, and i know i know i use yeah you tweeted something about this too right Doug? or you posted something about it yeah, yeah, yeah i mean yeah, okay yeah, I, about it. I yeah okay. i get yeah yeah i get what um I get what you're saying. I do think, yeah, obviously it is. Spider Punk's a weird character because, um, yeah, the the stuff you the stuff you mention, uh, like he's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know how to talk about it because I, I do like yeah. his character. He's, that's the thing. But it's, he's cool, right? Yeah, like, I think he's a cool Kalula, character, and I, I specifically gives like him the best of, vocal performance as him yeah, in the movie. Agreed. Like, I I said this yesterday. When I was talking about him, and it, it's his character feels like one of those like Woody dolls where you like pull the charade and he says a catchphrase because I swear like everything he says is just like a, it's just some weird like quote unquote punk like catchphrase or something. Like he speaks yeah, in yeah. little like <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah, no, it's... it it does feel like they're like almost like making fun of like. We yeah um, uh, like that's, somebody that should be revolutionary but yeah like that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, I, my, I that's my thing that yeah it's like it, yeah. it feels um, like he's there it feels like that he's like it's it's hard because he looks he's it's what Owen was saying he's one of the most stylistically like unique characters in the way yeah that he, he looks awesome thing. and looks also awesome. i i do think like he probably gives the best vocal performance yeah in yeah. the whole movie with Dana that, that's Either what it comes down it's, to it's for between me. him like, or spot i think so, uh, i forgot uh whose voice spot uh, uh, um, yeah Schwartzman, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, i think that he also gives a really good vocal performance but it's like but like it's like yeah. everything about it's just like the way that his character was written it's just like it kind of like rubbed me the wrong way a little bit i was like you're yeah. supposed to be like like this radical anarchist but you're working for this fucking like the cia like, and he's also just like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know that that yeah the, the more you look into that stuff the more it's like yeah this doesn't really make sense and it almost feels like um it almost feels like the spider verse has kind of like gotten the gotten the military paycheck that the mcu <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah like i get that and um, i'm not like I, i'm i'm willing to to admit that that's definitely like weird i think i just like the character because 
I heard Daniel Kaluuya and I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> I was like, that's my favorite actor. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. that's no, pretty yeah, exciting. Um, very, yeah. And you know, I love Daniel cool. Kaluuya. Like I've talked about multiple times, I think on the podcast and just in general, like I he's, about he's great. Kaluuya, so that got me pro, excited. Pro so, Daniel Kaluuya podcast. He was, yeah. So I, I was I just like, about, he was one of my awesome. favorite performances in Nope. Uh, of the, I mean, for oh, the yeah. whole year that you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Nope is terrific. I wanted to kind of quickly talk about Jason Schwartzman as the spot, because I do think when you talk about like his performance, I think it's really good because, um, in like the first kind of half of his arc, you're like, this is guy's kind of annoying and he's like, he's lame. And that's like the point. And then you have like him turning uh, better because the whole thing with him is he's um in like the villain of the week and he's kind of lame. And then he kind of like powers up into this like cooler thing. And I yeah. was like kind of anti his character at first because I was like, this is actually kind of lame. Um, but I think it works um, once he kind of um, powers up there um and i yeah. i do think i want to talk about that scene um when we're talking about the bank or not the bank he's in like a convenience store like and the there's bodega. yeah, and yeah. He, he's yeah. trying to rob the apm during that that was that scene um was like a first scene kind of you see miles um and i felt like i don't know because the whole time we're with gwen i'm kind of like kind of just want to see, go see miles now i'm waiting for miles and then miles has that scene and it feels like a scene we've seen in like a million Spider-Man movies before. And I it it didn't work. It just kind of, I don't know. I felt like there was a lack of like energy from that voice acting performance where it, it I didn't it didn't do anything for me. And that was kind of the start of like that feeling for the whole movie where just like the character of Miles didn't really I don't know. There was not enough. It because it, I it just feels like a mo- uh, a scene that I've seen in, from Toby, from Andrew, from even Tom that I I felt like I've seen it a million times and it was just it didn't do anything. It, it just kind of felt very um, like we've been here before, which I guess is kind of like the point is like oh this is just what Spider Man does, but it was just like kind of lackluster in that kind of there was yeah. I don't know it was it I don't know it didn't work for me. Yeah, I got what you mean. Yeah, um, I, I do. Think- well, now what are you gonna say, dog? I was gonna say I just have because I don't want to forget, but there's another race thing in the movie that I wanted to get your guys's kind of cold feeling about. Sure. And because we already talked about how like um like like there was it's just kind of like weird like side eye thing at the end with like evil Miles Morales um, but it's like I, it's how do you feel about the fact that this movie is kind of like a movie about um uh a black man and a latino man fighting at that kind of at the core <laughs> yeah <You> know? um, <laughs> no yeah i don't uh, which is which is like a very common stereotype throughout lots of things about um yeah uh black people and latino yeah. people uh not getting along for whatever reason um yeah that one that one to me feels like more of an oversight than something like the evil miles morales like that to me feels like they were just like we want to make the what, what's oscar isaac spider-man called uh spider-man 2099 yeah or miguel o'hara yeah yeah like oh, they were miguel like yeah, yeah yeah they were like you know like that they were like we want to make him the like the guy in the next movie and i was like i, I don't know i don't I, I think that feels more to me like something that they probably didn't put as much thought into as something yeah. like 
what you mentioned with the evil Miles Morales, where it's like they probably could have caught this, like they probably could have noticed that. Yeah, and I'm um, not trying to shit on the writers as much as I'm trying, yeah. trying to be like, oh, there's just like things in it that aren't. Yeah, like, yeah, like, sure. What I'm trying to get at is like. Um, the- the politics in the movie aren't necessarily awesome. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's not a perfectly perfect movie. I, I'm, I'm just thinking really about Oscar Isaac's character, and I, I feel like this movie is so long, and you have you have so many characters, and I don't like that. Like the weird, like they do like a lot of like quick cuts and stuff, and they're like backstory, 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 and I feel like they do that for so many of these Spider Men, and there's so many Spider Men. That I and I, even with Miles, I feel like there's just so much going on that I really can't care about anyone. I just that's that's yeah. just the biggest thing for me is with a Miguel O'Hara or even like Ben Riley or any of the new characters they add. I feel like I don't care about any of them because you get like you get like five minutes of screen time here and then you you don't see him for half an hour and then you get like ten seconds here and it's just there's so much movie but there's yeah. like not enough movie for anyone. Like there's no. Yeah, I don't feel I, like anyone why, gets enough time to shine in the movie. Like that's why Gwen is cool because like we get like Gwen, Gwen gets a whole yeah. yeah, and even like I really appreciate the fucking Peter B. Parker scene where he goes back home and like puts his baby to his down. Kids. And, yeah, and, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. him and MJ, yeah. and I'm like, oh, he's a wife, mm-hmm. dude. It's like, yeah, this is yeah. the cool thing. This is like even I think the like, the scene with Peter B. Parker. I... And he's chasing Miles, and they're in that like weird like room. I think that's a that's a solid moment. I I just it's yeah. like there's so much movie, but there's just not enough moments that I actually like in the movie. Yeah, it's just there's um, a lot of movie, a lot of just like running around and talking about stuff I don't care about. Yeah, I get what you mean. I think okay, what I will say because I feel like at some point before we wrap up i have you like this is a five-star movie for me i gotta yeah 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 i gotta mention some things i like because i (laughs) um yeah i mean i like you said you already mentioned gwen stacy which i i agree i think her character definitely gets the most focus this movie which is in my opinion a good thing because like when you get back to like the emotional beats and caring about the characters and stuff like that I think something that really wins me over about this movie that probably won't win as many people over, but it's just because this is the nature of who I am. And these are the types of movies I like um, is that like the romance between the two of them just like totally works for me. Like I'm like, I, I totally buy into it. I think every time they're like together, it's interesting. I think all of like, the way that this kind of is turning into like a multi-movie like slow burn where they're like friends in the first movie and now there's like a clear tension between them in this movie but nothing actually happens and now they leave us on a cliffhanger for the next movie Mm -hmm. i totally like love that kind of thing um i'm like this is this is like what i'm here for like that kind of like that relationship between the two of them i think is so much stronger than any other relationship that happens in this movie um whether it's like you know miles and um yeah. uh whatever peter. spider-man's character yeah peter peter's character yeah. um or like any stuff like that i think miles and gwen stacy like that relationship is so strong um and i also yeah i, I think that keeps me going and then the other thing is and, and i i go back to what i was saying about the multi-part thing um and i mentioned harry potter because i think this reminds me a lot of that where it's like when I was younger and those, and that final Harry Potter movie was split into two parts. Um, I remember a lot of people, including myself feeling like that first part was like a two and a half hour movie. That was just like 
set up for what's to come next. Like it was like, we'll make one movie with all the exposition and then we'll make one movie that's just two hours of like action packed, like fun. Mm -hmm. And as a child, I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. I was like, yeah. this didn't, I was like, this kind of didn't give me everything I wanted. Um, and then as time passed and I like rewatched it, uh, the more and more like growing up, I was like, oh no, the first part I actually really do like. And I think, yeah. I think similarly with this, it's kind of how much do you buy into all of this? And as somebody who loved the first movie, I'm like, I do buy into this. Like the scenes that I think other people are watching this movie and being like, this is boring or like this movie is overly long. Like you mentioned, it's like the longest Western animated movie. And it's like, yeah, a lot of people are probably what the people who are thinking negatively of this movie, at least are watching it and be like, yeah, it probably is a little too long. And I'm like, for me, I, I kind of don't really care what's happening in this world because I'm just enjoying all of it. Mm -hmm. um, and there's really not any moments that happen other than like the, specific critiques that i point out there's not moments in this movie where i'm bored or am not having like i'm having fun the whole time and i'm very you're in your invested part of the way of water zone with this movie like i was exactly <laughs> i was like exactly you could make this movie five hours long and i would fuck with yeah that. I don't give a shit about that's what i'm saying where it's like i can see why other people would probably think not that much happens in this movie and it's because not that much happens in the movie but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but for me it does because i just like care like i'm like and if you do then it makes it worth it and if you don't then like you're probably not gonna enjoy it that much and that's okay um but yeah. like i just i just do like pretty much everything that's happening and you can mention all of like the very obvious things the fact that like it's i mean nobody whether they like the movie or not is gonna debate how well animated it is and like that That's stuff to thing. me as well That's, where it's yeah. like even if i'm getting bored i could just look at the screen and be like oh shit and then i'm not bored anymore you know what i mean like yeah. it's like i don't know there's not really a moment in this movie where i wasn't totally invested in everything going on um, the craft is so undeniable that i feel like people are getting I, I feel like people are starting to say that like oh like the everything about the movie is undeniable and it's like well yeah and it's not like you mentioned, you mentioned the politics and I'm like, yeah, politically, yeah. this is not a great movie, but politically Batman's not a great movie either. I love yeah, that right. one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's like the new Batman with Robert Pattinson. Kind of... I'm like, this movie has some pretty messy politics, but you know what? I, yeah. but I Zoe had Kravitz the entire is in it, time. So. Yeah. Um, like, I was like, yeah. I don't know. So we uh, kind of, cause you mentioned, yeah. you mentioned the Harry Potter movie and I, I'm not crazy about Deathly Hallows one, but I think for me, it almost feels like, um i just we just got to know miles and i feel like even though the movie the first movie's like it's big and it's multiverse i it still feels like i i don't like i just i don't care about these characters enough to like have this movie where it's just like you know it i don't know i feel like and this is kind of a personal thing for me because i i really like those toby movies and yeah. the best part about those Toby, and you talked about the the romance between Gwen and Miles, and I do like them together. I do like their characters. I just wish we got them more. It's yeah. like I it just it feels like the best parts of the movies are just stuff that is sprinkled throughout, and there's just a lot of stuff that I'm not too thrilled about. Um, but that's just me kind of liking more grounded. I just I just like it yeah. more grounded. I and I think that the first one does a better the first one does a better job of grounding it and also having it really big. Because I think yeah. you, it, I the think first one, one it's big memorable... and it's it, but you have like, you know, pigs and shit like 
but it yeah. also feels very grounded like he's going to school and he's you know yeah. all this stuff I, it feels grounded in, even in the large scape of it and i feel like this one kind of lost its its groundedness it feels more like you know when you're in it feels like if infinity war was trying to be a spider-man movie or something like that yeah um, sure yeah i yeah. agree with that that's fine yeah i, 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 I like the movie though i i feel like people might not get no that i like this movie I, I <laughs> like it. Uh, yeah no but when you mention yeah i think it's very like, pretty <laughs> no i agree I, yeah. I and the thing about the romance like that you mentioned that i guess is like the opposite for me is like that to me is like something that makes romance work especially if it's like across multiple movies where it's like mm-hmm. let's put these people together in the first movie and and now you see like like they give you like flashes of like why they're so good together in this movie like like when they're on the screen together you're like oh i want them to be together yeah. but then the fact that they're not together for a lot of the movie makes it be like oh i want to get back to when they are together and and like that yeah. to me is like an, an aspect of romance that always seems to work um if you get some sort of like if they get that initial feeling where it's like you want these people to be together and and that works for you then like it's gonna work when they're apart in my opinion but i don't know speaking of their romance have you guys seen the clips of um shimik moore and, oh my uh, god Hayley Seinfeld? i'm not gonna lie those clips so almost bad. made me those Ruined clips almost made me want to not enjoy the romance <laughs> in the movie as much i was like i can't believe that when i'm watching on screen is <laughs> these two like they're like yeah. the movie is so lucky that this like they're not acting in real life like live action yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, animated, and that Haley yeah. seinfeld yeah. could be in her own booth because like damn it does not look like that <laughs> she needs a fucking yeah. huge booth man yeah, yeah i saw i saw somebody say like i was like um a third publicist had to have talked after this fucking interview because he was so like <laughs> he was so weird yeah that's like, funny what is it yeah. he said he, he was like i mean he said something about like yeah you know it's like it's easier looking at Haley and thinking about yeah. me and Miles trying to get to Gwen, you know what I mean? And it's and then Haley yeah. gives him like a which is such a like weird a thing look, to like, say. Such a weird yeah. thing to say out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like I, the Twitter was like the only like Spider-Man not to like successfully like get yeah. his co stars. Yeah, there's that thing. Yeah. Every Spider Man dates his co star pretty much. And then yeah. it's like, no, or... he fumbled the bag. No, bro, is, bro is not Josh Allen. <laughs> No, no. Bro's not even <laughs> also is right also is crazy. This isn't a sports podcast, but that's also yeah. That's also that crazy. Josh, man. Um, yeah. Shout yeah. out Josh Allen. Anyway, oh. um, yeah. No, that part that seeing that video made me be like, damn, I am so happy that this movie is animated, and I could just pretend that like these people don't know each other in real life. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that there's anything else I like really want to cover about the movie. I mean, obviously I like all of it other than the complaints that I made. So like, or, <laughs> yeah. or the things that I agree with, like I'm willing to secede those things, but yeah, I mean, I, I like this movie. It, it, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I like it too. I like oh, Spider-Man's, I... Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. Um, I mean, Spider-Man two directed by Sam Raimi is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Wait, so that should be, if anything, maybe a final talking point. I, I I assume you guys have all three Sam Raimi's above this movie. Where do the Spider-Verse movies rank 
for you guys alongside the rest of the Spider-Man. I'm going to speak before Owen because Owen has like the worst fucking annoying Spider-Man rating <laughs> after the Sam Raimi movies. Okay. I, say this. okay. I think that both of the Spider-Verse movies are better than every are better than every Spider-Man movie that doesn't star that doesn't that the same Raimi's not involved in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think okay. that goes like the same Raimi trilogy, then it goes the Spider-Verse movies, These, and then it goes and then all the, the other ones. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Uh, so I like the I like the I like the Andrew stuff, but I could like it's like I haven't seen Into the Spider Verse in a while. I could see it being like, um, the first I like I like my favorite Spider Man um Raimi one is one. I like the origin yeah. stuff and I like Willem a lot. But I, I like it's pretty much one two three for Raimi. But I think all of them are kind of amazing. Um, three is really great. Um, like people don't like that movie, but three is really great. Yeah. Um, and good. then probably it's like it's either I like the I like the Ender stuff and I like, but it's like I think I think it's 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 a big gap for me from one to two on those Spider Verse movies mm-hmm. at least now. And then it's just like the Tom stuff at the bottom. Yeah. Um, it's just it's yeah. kind of like I I like the Ender stuff and the Into the Spider Verse kind of like the same into the middle like in the middle and then Sam Raimi's like That's clear cool. ahead. And then, like, yeah, Tom's crazy. at the bottom of the fucking floor. Yeah. I mean, I hate those fucking Andrew Garfield movies so much, dude. That's just so I don't, uh, yeah, honestly, when I, it's been a little while, but I did do, like, a whole Spider-Man binge a little while back. Like, I guess it's probably been over a yeah. year now. I don't remember when it was. But um, but I did like those Garfield movies a little more than I thought I remembered. It's just, for me, them. it's, like, it's it's kind of more of what I just want in a Spider-Man movie. It's just kind of a Walmart version of the Toby stuff. But yeah. I think yeah. it just does what I want, you know? I just, yeah. the thing that I remember the most, it is, doesn't have anything to do with plot or anything. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Doug, Doug was not prepared with the do not disturb. For, for <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like, also it's like Andrew Garfield. I love him a lot. I love him. Yeah, Stone, of course. Yeah. Martin yeah, Sheen, yeah. Sally Field. I really like that cast. And I and even, I, I think my brother was watching um it. Like I just kind of saw a scene earlier and I was like, this is just kind of a worse version of the scene in um in Toby movie where you know Uncle Ben dies. There's like oh this is just a worse version of that. Yeah. Um and I and I don't think they're anything crazy. I think they're just like they have some really interesting highs and I like Garfield and I think the emotional beats are good. Um but yeah it's like for me I think into the Spider Verse and the Garfield stuff are kind of in the middle for me and then just the the Tom Holland stuff doesn't really work for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah the Raimi stuff kind of reigns high. And it's a lot of people are like, oh, this new one is like the best Spider-Man movie ever made, which yeah. is is definitely a take. Um, yeah, which in my eyes is is and, into the Spider Verse, but I yeah, and, I, and honestly, I feel like recently the, the I don't Raimi think I stuff, the Raimi stuff's else. gotten a lot of a lot of shit. Um, yeah, like you talk about you like those movies, it's like a nostalgia blind, and it should those movies yeah. are really well made movies. Like, yeah, and that's it, what I'm it, saying. Where it's like, if you're, I mean, from my perspective, like Into the Spider Verse is my favorite Spider Man movie, yeah. and I'm pretty comfortable saying that. But I, I can't, I can't see anybody being like, oh, like all the MCU movies are better than the Tobey Maguire movies, and like that being like a logical opinion. I can't like, fathom. Like, I don't understand the like. I feel like the because I, I know the third movie is a little messy and whatever, but it, it feels <laughs> Doug, uh, the a lot of people will have like those rankings and it will be like, okay, I got one and two or two and one up here, and then like three is near the bottom. And I think three could even like it's really fun. And I think like a yeah. lot of what Sam Raimi does well. Oh, there goes Doug. A lot of what <laughs> Sam Raimi does well in one and two, like 
visually and just like on a filmmaking standpoint just kind of carries over to three so it, it really comes from like a you don't like how they handle venom or like a plot thing or you don't like yeah. three um but i i really like three i rewatched those like a couple of weeks ago um yeah yeah. No, I agree. I yeah, I like those movies a lot. Outside Spider outside of Spider Verse stuff, I think Spider Man Two is definitely like my my favorite Spider Man movie, other than the Spider Verse stuff for sure. Um, anyway, uh, anybody who's watching video has noticed that that dog has magically <laughs> disappeared on us. Um, so we're gonna take a little break before yeah. we cover some news. All right, let's talk about some news before we wrap up. Um, we'll start with this headline because it's very topical to two of the things that we've talked about this episode already, uh, which is that the Boogeyman director, Rob Savage, teases that he's got multiple projects with Sam Raimi in the works. Two directors that we've mentioned this okay. episode. How do we feel? I mean, shout out Sam, man. Um, <laughs> Owen, I feel oh. like you have a bad track record. Track record with Sam Raimi as a producer. I mean, like what? Sixty-five. What else is he? Produced? Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, but that's not really. That's not his fault. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, like it. Like him being a producer isn't really like blowing me out of the room. I really want him to just direct something again. Um. But those are uh, two well, guys that I. We can talk about. Yeah. It. Yeah, we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't know that's cool though two guys that i yeah. like Shout out part of them. part of this headline <laughs> when i read through the full article yeah. also included something that we didn't mention when we were talking about the boogeyman but i mentioned to you when we were talking privately owen which is that at the end of this article rob savage mentions that he already has a plan for a sequel to the boogeyman if the boogeyman is successful enough which i mentioned yeah, i didn't which i mentioned is something i didn't like about the boogeyman was like including yeah. that like very <laughs> we didn't last talk about it in the movie but, um, like they have that like she's at the therapist thing and then the door yeah and it's like oh, oh is he still there and i'm like okay i don't care yeah, about this. Like, um, spoilers spoilers for the boogeyman if you don't want to hear it skip 15 seconds they kill yeah. the boogeyman at the end of the movie but then the singer at the end is like oh the boogeyman might not actually be dead basically like yeah, yeah um, exactly and i just think it's like a you know to me when do? i'm yeah, to me, it's just like, oh, they're they just should, um, for a sequel, like, which apparently now we know. He, I actually he does have a sequel in mind. I think, I think, because, like, obviously the first one's, like, based off the short story and stuff. I think there's oh, an opportunity yeah. for a sequel to be better just because it's like he can just do more of his shit and kind of be yeah. more freed. Um, so I... I actually don't hate it. It can be very bad, though. Um, I just think like, like it depends how they do it. Obviously, I think there's an opportunity yeah. for it to be in the fucking writers' room for the boogeyman. Yeah, I feel yeah. like there's an opportunity, especially if he's like writing it or something, or it's like a, just a broader, different idea. It's an like he kind of has a setup to expand and actually have a better movie for the sequel. Yeah. So I'm not totally against it. I just it could be just like a, a run of the mill, annoying kind of. Yeah. I don't I don't have the exact words pulled up, but something he mentioned somewhere in there where he was like, Yeah, I do have an idea for a sequel, and he was like, It would be darker than this movie, and like I have some ideas that are like things that people haven't seen before. So I don't know, maybe yeah, maybe if he has Yeah, let Rob idea. let Rob cook. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here yeah. for it. Um okay. The Next one. 
next one we got. <laughs> the boogie verse. The next one we have, uh, which I'm sure you guys have heard about a lot already, the Tom Cruise is reportedly unhappy with Oppenheimer taking away all the IMAX screens from Mission Impossible. Yeah. Um, Baby. which like to be fair the way that they're <laughs> the way that they're marketing oppenheimer by like <clears throat> constantly bringing up this imax thing like does he really think they're gonna take away the imax screens from oppenheimer well, like no, are, here's the thing. this is such okay. a selling point <laughs> no here's the thing here's the thing uh there's a lot of fucking details that go into this and a lot of people are misrepresenting the facts nolan has a three-week exclusivity deal with imax where every imax screen has to show exclusively oppenheimer for the first three weeks it releases right that's like it's like even the, even like individual movie theaters cannot change it even yeah. if they wanted to um yeah. it's like it's a thing with imax which is like going over their head but tom like but the new mission impossible 7 comes out one fucking week before <laughs> oppenheimer so it gets yeah. one week in imax and like premium large format before those movies come out so it's like i get it but also it's like man paramount is just fucking you tom like why is paramount yeah, why are they releasing it like that yeah. i saw something and it was like there's a good like window in a certain month where he's like he'd only have to compete with like Blue beetle and shit yeah i think that's what it is yeah. um and it's like that's a perfect time where you could crush and you're like why are you fighting oppenheimer just like move your fucking yeah. date um oh well um, yeah, the other yeah, thing, while, yeah. The other thing I want to mention while we're on this subject is the I, this isn't part of it, but I, and I'm, we don't have to talk in detail about that like dumbass thing about like the the Oppenheimer film reel being like eleven miles long or whatever and weighing like yeah. six hundred larger pounds. than a gorilla. Um, but but yeah, I wanted to mention the funniest fucking headline <laughs> in the world is these people. I was laughing so hard about this when we were talking last night. For the headline laughing, being Christopher, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer IMAX print weighs more than a gorilla. <laughs> like, why is that the, the title of someone's article? It's <laughs> like, like an onion article. Like, you could just <laughs> say it weighs 600 pounds. Like, why? It's just so fucking dumb. I, I, I can't get over how fucking stupid that article title is. And it's so silly. And I just, like, needed to mention it because that made me laugh a lot. Kevin. Um, yeah. Are you going into the city to see Oppenheimer on uh, IMAX I, I was so strongly thinking about it and i was like and i texted my i said to my friend in person yesterday i was like we should go do this and he was like yeah i'd be down and then i realized month. <laughs> i realized that the tickets were already on yeah. sale and that that theater is completely sold out for opening night so i was like yeah opening I don't, night is I was like, like out of the question you would have to go yeah that's week like, that's what i'm saying i was like would i rather go see this in the city or be able to see this the first night like everybody else and i was like i'd rather just see it the first night it comes out so i'm just gonna see it here and in regular like, imax seeing it like on like a saturday yeah i mean yeah, if if saturday. if i could go to that theater and re-watch it like if i really end up liking the movie and i'm like yeah, this is yeah. my favorite movie of the year <laughs> then i'll be like yeah fuck it i'll go rewatch it in the city but for now it's, it's i'm just gonna, gonna see play. it in a normal yeah. imax theater yeah, because we're talking about is um, AMC Lincoln Square, which is for some, yes. which is the largest, <laughs> yeah, largest IMAX screen in North America, but also for some reason, um, the only fucking place in New York that is showing it on seventy millimeter IMAX. That's very annoying yeah. too. Um, so it was like, man, when the tickets went on sale, uh, the amount of people trying to get like opening night kit tickets yeah. there was like so like. like 
New Yorkers, I think, like just New Yorkers crashed the fucking AMC app the day that the tickets went on sale. I think because people kept trying to get um uh, Lincoln Square tickets. Uh, yeah, very very silly. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, uh, maybe I'll go see it there. Not really sure, but Owen, we'll um, be traveling to go see it in uh 70 millimeter <laughs> IMAX. Where's well, the I closest one to you? Because there's only like 20 screens, right? Yeah, there's, Is I there... think there's 19. I there's haven't 19 even looked at all on about because I don't know that there's I don't know that there's too many on the east coast outside of the New York City one, the one um like lower than here in what is like Georgia or whatever. I don't know if there's one near Boston or anything like that um I yeah i don't know i haven't even looked at oppenheimer i'm, I'm not because i know a I'm, lot i know that i know there's more travel California. that far i might go to the city to see oppenheimer but i i mean that's just, yeah that's not like if they show yeah. in boston you might consider it yeah yeah i mean i want to see master yeah. gardner in boston so i'd say yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, master gardner but, which is like i think on vod today <laughs> yeah that which i mean i gotta watch it soon um yeah like as soon yeah as you'll like it and resonate it, yeah. with it i made a little yeah. okay well don't say that <laughs> i know what the movies are. okay come on he just he likes gardens <laughs> yeah no yeah, he's I'm a sure. master yeah. gardener yeah um, he's really I, good at I gardening ask, i might travel me and my friend are talking and i'm like i try to cancel it but i don't know i don't know it's like i like i may or may not be traveling like 10 hours to go see oppenheimer in 70 millimeter because the closest Christ. screen to me is fucking indianapolis which is like 10 hours away oh, yeah Jesus. you live in the yeah. shitter man that's crazy. I, don't, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> i i there's things it's crazy because obviously i probably like movies more than anything but there's things i would travel 10 hours for a movie is not one of those things i don't think i don't i don't know that there's a movie that i would get excited enough for to drive 10 hours to see um what about like well, five months early or something like that? Like five was, months early? Like, a, like, like if you could see Barbie, like okay, well that's like okay. That, I think I think that calls into question like something different where it's like I would I would take a vacation to another country to go to like Cannes for example if I got to like go to a film film festival. But just to like like if I'm yeah, just like yeah. home and it's like oh yeah Oppenheimer's playing you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah like yeah you can like, see it like, if, away if I wasn't like yeah, if I wasn't like yeah. in like right next to New York City and let's say New York City was like ten hours away from me I wouldn't be like yeah, yeah I'm gonna drive ten hours to New York let's City to come see it hypothetically <laughs> let's say hypothetically like like next week right okay uh, Mark Scorsese's team reached out to you and was like you get a private screening of Killers of the Flower Moon with Martin Scorsese in Omaha you like sit next right. To no, oh, I drive to driving, Omaha. You're obviously, you're Omaha? Yeah. Okay. okay, but that's like such a different scenario than like you could just go see this movie in seventy millimeter. Like, yeah, if you drive yeah. ten, like if I'm getting a private screening with the director, then yeah, I'll drive ten hours to go see it. I'm just talking about like to go see a movie. Normally, there's no way I'm driving like multiple hours when when it's playing locally. Did you see that that TikTok mf'er? Um, he got a private screening. Oh yeah, yeah, with Nolan. With, with Nolan. People With were the, shitting the, on oh, his Twitter because he was recording so many bits for TikTok that he would like be like yeah. take his phone out, uh, like and like do like the whatever TikTok like transition like recording with your phone. Yeah. Look up at like the camera, then pan over to Nolan watching the movie, and it's like put your fucking wait phone away, dude. during <laughs> the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. But also, it's like 
I know, like, I know. He's I like know. doing it for like marketing and stuff. Like it's I like know. I mean, I don't, yeah, you know, like he has to do that stuff. It's fine. It's he's fine. the worst, let him, man. Let him, no, he's fine. <laughs> I follow him on Letterbox too. I like him. I, he's, you he's would. Like, he's like a you sweet would. Dude. No, but what do you mean you would? Like I bet he like nice dude. Like, he I bet he gave five stars. I'm sure he did. I don't like. I'm not. I don't follow him for his <laughs> oh, opinion. Most people give it five stars. Yeah, sixty-one percent. I I don't follow him for his opinions. He's just like seem a seemingly nice dude. He's like not harmful. Yeah, Matt, we know say, though, that um shut the fuck up. I will say though <laughs> okay. that uh yeah. Ashford City video he made was really annoying. Oh, I didn't did see, see that. that? One, so. Oh, like oh, the Wes Anderson like, trend on the West yeah, Anderson, the Anderson trend, trends. But he did it with uh, like the cast of Asteroid City. <laughs> yeah, like he like he like made maybe Scarlett I did Johansson, see it. I think like, I I think I saw it and just kept scrolling. Actually, yeah, you like reposted <laughs> I I just, it. I think I just skipped. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's let's circle back to to some headlines what else do we got we got um robert eggers nosferatu has wrapped filming how do yep. we feel about it's that i could color. i could when it, when it, yeah. we have a release date for that right uh, uh it, okay so what i found did not pull a release date all i have is the cast which if anybody's interested lily rose, Lily rose Dad, yeah. Dad, yeah. nicholas holt willem dafoe Lily Rose. Grin, Dad, what are, you, are you watching Aaron the uh, idol tonight Ian? um i don't know yet i, I might I'm, okay, I'm, I know I'm going to watch the first episode at least. I don't know if I'm going to watch it live tonight or if I'm going to wait till tomorrow. But here's the thing. Fun fun podcast insight for the people listening. Um, tomorrow is the premiere of the new season of Love Island. So oh I'm going to be pretty occupied. <laughs> don't think that I'll have time to watch the you can't double. You can't double watch. Yeah, so I think I might Idol have to Love watch. Island. But it's, it's the question of do i watch the idol live while the nba finals are going on oh, Jesus. um this is crazy kevin this so, is crazy i don't <laughs> yeah most, like, i mean if like, if, if the finals game tonight is like like if denver's just like blowing out miami tonight then i'll be like hey, fine i'll turn hey, the idol on yeah so like no, when, when, as soon as miami goes down by 20 i'll, out, I'll turn yeah, yeah. on the idol yeah no, i will be watching um, the idol tonight after the basketball game um and yeah. then i'll, I'll watch i'll watch it at it, some point and um, i'll post an article in the morning about it I will, article. yeah i'm either i'm either going to make a tiktok talking about how i hate it and i'm not going to watch the rest of it or i won't make you're, the, you're gonna be the biggest pro idol tiktoker in the map bro me you're the biggest fan Don't you like yeah. i am for Don't sure there is like no way i watch the show and enjoy it especially because the weekend's in it i've never Don't you like euphoria though like um, i did like euphoria I, okay. I like the I like the communal experience of experiencing like the craziness like of euphoria. euphoria oh, so you like the okay. um yeah like I enjoy the I enjoy experience the experience of the idol. Mm, idol live know, tweets. On I Tidal will enjoy. Everyone if, goes to Twitter for that's live saying, tweets though. of the idol. Is yeah. that gonna happen? Is that gonna happen? Because euphoria yes. was kind of like a big thing. I don't. But are are all? Of I think I think people are gonna be talking idol? about the idol tonight. I think I think we'll have a number of people talking. Yeah, about the people idol hate. I know. I know a number of people. Watch. I know a number of people other than hate watchers who are actually very excited for the love idol. Watchers, I, even. I have the only person yeah. I know a little bit of love watching is excited for it is John. I know John. Our who we mentioned. Shout out John. Second John mentioned fucks with uh sam levinson so he's excited for it yeah i don't know i'm not excited not like for publicly. it i think I'm, i think i'm not gonna like it most likely but i'm going to at least watch the first episode i and i don't second. how many episodes watch, are there? i don't know 10 maybe like a, 
eight? Yeah, like 10, 12 episodes. Yeah, no, I, did. Like, I don't know really any details about the show other than no, the stuff not. that I've heard that. And, oh, I know and details. Seen, and I've seen like, the trailer. And I've details. seen the trailer and been like, oh, yeah, this is not going to be a show that I enjoy. Um, yeah. But we'll we'll see when we get there. Anyway, um, so do we want to say anything about Nosferatu or move on? Do you guys care? I mean, uh, it's like, yeah, complete finishing. I mean, what, yeah, yeah, like I don't know. finishing. I don't know. Are you excited? Do you not care? Whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's like excited. It's just it's non news to get excited about. Like, there's just it's a non news thing. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They okay. finished the filming. I hope they did. That's like I expect them. Yeah, well, then the other movie that I'll tie in with the Nosferatu news that is also like that that we have a release date for now um, that I imagine only I don't I don't remember what your guys's opinions were on these movies, but I know we talked about them the together expendables? for a while. Um, Terrifier three releases <laughs> in late 2024 and filming is going to begin later oh, this year and the budget has been increased to the low to mid seven figure range. So oh, it's so going to be Davidson's at least a million dollar movie. Um, yeah, I saw that it was going to be at least, uh, yeah, a couple yeah. million dollars probably. I gotta get yeah. that boogeyman budget. <laughs> um, yeah, um, no, this movie's going to be great. Bad. Yeah. No, here's, I... the thing, here's the thing. This is like real auteurist horror shit. That that, that this this movie is going to be a movie that a lot of people enjoy and that I don't, but that's okay. But it's only I because I yeah. Too. No, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna see it. I, also, I will see it hey, in theaters. I like the first um, Terrifier. People always talk about how like the Terrifier two is good, but the first Terrifier is bad. I like the first Terrifier. That's some. I still haven't watched shit. the first one, and I don't think I'm be watching that movie. Hot take: Owen, you would hate it. Um, yeah. And Kevin, would. you would also not like it, but I like it. It's yeah. cool. Good movie. Um, <laughs> um, I, also, I watched Bupkis. You guys watch Bupkis? <laughs> I have. I want to yeah, watch. I do want to start it though. It. Yeah, we've t- we've talked I know about that. I know that uh, that Art the Clown uh, makes a cameo. Art the Clown the makes a cameo, and it's kind of scary. Art the, Art the, oh, the context up. is scary no. too, because it's like he's having a bad trip, and he sees Art the Clown, <laughs> so, and that's like, yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's kind of awesome. awesome though. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Shut actually. up, Pete. Shut yeah. Up, um. Yeah, I mean that's really all that uh, we don't really have too many big news on. I guess we could talk about. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I guess we could talk about the Channing Tatum thing. That's kind of like the last big thing is like Channing Tatum. Oh, that's saying, my dog. Yeah, Channing Tatum said uh, the only reason oh, I bring this up is the only something. reason I bring up this headline is because of the replies that I saw, um, which is what I'll ask you guys about. But um, Channing Tatum said the movie industry is changing so much; it's a different era now, and it's getting crazier with the streamers. I feel I fear a little for the storytelling of it all. I think there will be less good storytelling and a lot more product out there. And the replies to this were people like roasting Channing Tatum and being like, yeah. "Who are you to say that? Like you're in like the Step well, Up movies and like and yeah, like for you. Magic uh, Mike." He's like. There's like a top great. reply that said like, "Oh, does Magic Mike have any storytelling?" Like, yeah, it fucking does, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, the visual storytelling um, of the that's thrift, a funny one to bring up. Like, yeah, hips. that one specifically does because it's yeah, like, like well, the Magic quite a lot Mike of movies. It, yeah. Is, yeah. Like, yeah, it's like there's a plot. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just think it's weird to shit on Channing Tatum and act like he's like this nobody actor when like Channing Tatum has a, a number of good performances and good yeah, movies. he's good. I um, and people are just like I lame like him. For, yeah, like dunking on him for saying something that's the truth <laughs> yeah i mean like, I fuck with, we fuck with channing tatum yeah this is, pro, is pod. this is a pro channing tatum this is a pro ct pod 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I included a little Ryan Gosling quote because this just made me smile. This just made me oh, okay. this, this isn't news, but Ryan Gosling was talking about Eva Mendez and he said, after I met Eva, I realized that I just didn't want to have kids without her. And there were moments on the place beyond the pines where we were pretending to be a family and I didn't really want to be pretend anymore. And I thought that was the cutest thing ever. He's and just like Zach Braff. For that, that made me smile um, because I love the place beyond the pines and it's cute that they met on the set of that movie and now they're together and it's adorable and that made me happy. So that's the news I wanted to end on. That's not really news at all, but I just wanted to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. All. Shout out. Shout out Ryan, Shout man. Out. Yeah. Oh, also, also a pro Ryan Gosling pod, but, um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Next Movies week. are making money. Next week. Yeah. Oh, next week. Next um, week. Next week's gonna yeah. be big. Next week we are gonna be talking kind of like large. Uh we're not gonna be talking about Transformers, sadly. We're gonna be talking about um, Francis. Movie, about... Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna be talking about Twixt, the twenty eleven movie Twixt, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, and we're gonna have uh, a special guest joining us. So that is an episode that people will want to watch. Yeah, be right. there. Uh mid guest. Mid guess. <laughs> I wouldn't crazy. say that. Guess <laughs> is crazy. Um, yeah, no, 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 not cutting that. By the way, I'm gonna let, let our let our guest know that you said that. Um, but oh, yeah, no, we'll yeah, we'll see everybody uh, next yeah, week. Put that on TikTok. Paul, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye.